morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You are with the double L team, Lyle and Lawson. Lawson. Lawson, how are you this morning? I'm I'm grateful, Lyle. You gr- Are you grateful? I'm grateful to be alive, you know, yes. in, the, in the midst of my trials, my hardships, my great struggles in this world. I'm grateful. Okay, so Lawson is usually so good. Yeah. This morning he's grateful. Yes. For trials and for hardships. Yeah. <laughs> so so we get the impression that maybe <laughs> maybe Lawson is struggling a little bit this morning. Is this how it goes? Uh, I'm just going to block nose and like a headache. You know, uh, just, the, just a classic. It's not, dude, it's like the opposite of coronavirus. <laughs> I haven't even been coughing. I haven't been doing anything. I've just been like stuffy as. And like it's so bad because like. You know, I was hanging out with a bunch of friends yesterday, so I hope that they're not sick. Um, but I wasn't bad yesterday. I just woke up this morning and I was bad. So, you know. Ay, 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 ay. What do we do? What do we do? That's actually what I'm grateful for. I went over to my friend's house yesterday and we ate lots of sushi. And it was great. And we made our own sushi and it was awesome. And we made glad. tofu and all those kinds of things. And it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm glad and you now, like sushi. And now I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, you know what I'm? Oh, you know what I'm grateful for. Yeah, what are you morning? grateful for, Lyle? I'm grateful for trials and hardships. Oh wow! Yeah. Because of the things you learn from them. Mm. So a while back, I bought a gas heater. Okay. And it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I spent like three Tragic. days. I spent like three days trying to fix it. Watch like YouTube videos. It was just doing my head in. Wow. It was so frustrating. And when I, by the time I sorted it, I know everything there is to know about fixing gas heaters now. So if you've got a broken gas heater, bring it to me. I am the. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Positively different stories this morning. Okay, so I read this morning uh, in positively different news about probably the the funniest method of uh, anti pollution, anti rubbish, anti you know the, you know uh, planet. Um, Planet-saving things. Yes, yeah, such such as. Um, essentially, in Baltimore, Baltimore's a really cool place. I want to go there for some reason. I'm just, like, obsessed with the idea of going to Baltimore in the United States. I don't know why, but... I- I've been to Baltimore. Yeah, you're probably like, there's not worth <laughs> there going. There is nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just there had- is buildings. Yeah. They're not very special <laughs> buildings. There's just kind of, like, average American concrete buildings. Yeah. And a bunch of houses. That's Baltimore. This is the thing. That, like, Baltimore was, like, one of the birthplaces of skating on the East Coast. It's probably because there's nothing to do there. Anyway. <laughs> this is true. Because, I mean, there's no pretty harbour. There's no pretty mountains. There's no natural beauty. I'm just trying to think of, yeah, Baltimore. Things to do in Baltimore. Been there many times. Driven through in one side, out the other. Haven't stopped. <laughs> It's just not worth All of it. our listeners from Baltimore this morning are getting all upset, right? Yeah, they're like, how <laughs> dare you? Because I'm about to talk about their national treasure, like, well, their town treasure. Okay. It's essentially on the river. They have this thing. It's a trash collector that they've put Google eyes on top of because it looks funny because it has a big mouth, right, that it sucks trash through and collects yes, it. That's and so, cool. And so they put Google eyes on the top of it. And awesome. they, they literally call it Captain Trash Wheel. And it's the funniest thing ever. 
That's amazing. And we then, should we should post a picture of this thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I've got it right here. We're going to put it up on our Facebook, Captain Trash Wheel. And you know the best thing about this? It started a movement, like, literally all over the America and around the world. But the best part of it is that they're all putting Google AIs on them and giving them dumb names. <laughs> my favorite thing ever. No, so this thing is epic because it collects, like, 15 tons of, like, rubbish a day. How do you how do you get fifteen tons of rubbish in a river per day? Who's who's putting it in there? What's going on? Um, Americans. That's that's my only answer to that. Question. I mean, occasionally you drop something, but it's pretty occasional. I mean, there yeah. are a lot of people living in Baltimore, and I, I assume that like they've never had something cleaning the trash before, so they're they're in the midst of collecting as well. You know, stuff that's been there for years and years, and yes. years and years and years. And have so- you ever tried? Have you ever not tried magnet fishing? No, what is that? You never tried. I've never tried magnet fishing either, but I'm kind of fascinated by it. I wouldn't mind giving it a go. Is that where like the fish are so full of mercury that you can just use a <laughs> magnet? <laughs> now you get this massive like magnet, like as big as two fists, right? Mm-hmm. Super powerful. Has a big loop on top of it. You tie a rope to it. You go to a river and you just start throwing it into the river and pulling it back just to see what you can pull up from the bottom of the river. Ah, okay. People so pull up all kinds of random stuff. You're not catching actual fish. No, you're not catching. Ah, fish. okay. I was like, wow. But you're catching just rubbish and cleaning the river up at the same time, and people get bikes and they get guns and they get <laughs> out of the river. <laughs> shopping trolleys and biffs. And- I would, I would take a shop, shopping trolley home if it was in the river. But yeah, no. So these these trash wheels, you've got Captain Trash Wheel. They're building another one called Professor Trash Wheel. Um, and it's become a real like movement all over. Uh, all over the United States. For the first one, there was another Mr. Trash Wheel in um, Maryland, and then they built another one in Oakland, and now California. They have in Oakland, uh, California as well. Like they've built another one, and they've called it Trasharella. So they're just giving them the most epic names. I'm like, that's so good. They're building the first international one in Panama, and they're calling it Mrs. Wheel or. Um, Dona Ruda in, in Spanish. And yeah, it's just like, I'm like, this is amazing. We need this for Australia. We need this for Newcastle Harbour. I want to see a googly eyed trash reel, you know, going around and it's going to be called Mick Trash Face and it's going to be eating rubbish. It's going to be the best thing ever. It'd be awesome. Literally, this, we need to petition this. Actually, this perfectly links to my next story, which I just like, I don't even really am interested in the outcome of. It's more just the method. Uh, essentially, uh, this guy, his name, uh, it, well, this woman, her name's Rebecca Minx, Mix. She has a dad named Jeff. And Jeff, during COVID, lost his job. So she got on Twitter in, like, the last two weeks and was just like, hey, my dad's looking at a job. He wants to work at Costco. And for some completely unknown reason, like... Complete, like, it's just the most basic tweet ever. Like, oh, yeah, my dad's looking for a job at Costco because he got laid off. Like, how many millions of people are also, one, getting laid off and, two, wanting a job at Costco? Anyways, this tweet just goes randomly viral, like, massively viral, like, hundreds of thousands of likes and retweets and everything, and then Costco gets in touch with him and he gets a job. And I'm like, like, why aren't we doing that with just anything why don't we just write stuff on Twitter and just send it out? Because she says herself, she's like, I don't even have many followers. I just put it out on Twitter just because I could. Because because she thought it was funny that her dad wanted a job at Costco. You know, he's a guy, older guy. He's close to retirement. But he just wants to, you know, get some more years of working in before he retires. You know why we don't? Why? Because in Australia, we don't usually use Twitter. 
There are people who use Twitter in Australia. Yeah, but not very many. This yeah. is a, Twitter is an American thing. It's just silly journalists at the moment. Australia doesn't care about yeah. Twitter. I, yeah, but no, but I think it could work. I think it could work. So you need to get a Twitter account and try it then. Yeah, I know. I need to get a Twitter account, get on Twitter, and like, if the new, local Newcastle Council have Twitter, be like, listen, guys, we need a trash wheel with googly eyes called McTrash Face, and just hope and pray that we go viral. That's that's the step. This is this is this is the plan. You know, and then I'll promote Faith FM underneath it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's, that's you know obligated to do so. Dude. If you if you find a trash wheel working in uh, Newcastle Harbour called McTrash Face, know that it was brought to you by Faith by FM. Faith FM definitely will let you know. Uh, man, now I'm thinking like, oh, do I even want to download Twitter? Like, I couldn't even be bothered, honestly, to have that level of toxicity in my life. But, I have a Twitter account. Oh, really? Yes. Really? I made a Twitter account when Twitter first started, maybe like however many donkeys years ago. Everyone was raving on about Twitter. I'm like, I will go 2007? on there. 2007? Probably. Yeah. I will go on there. I will check it out and see what it's all about. I made an account. I went on. I spent five minutes. I left. I've never been back. I wouldn't even know what my I wouldn't even know what my login is. <laughs> classy. That's such a classic Lyle move. Just like, oh, I don't care. It was just lame. So... Just sort of never went back there. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, hey, look out for the Faith FM Twitter pr- pr- promoting McTrash face. Anyway, right now, this is Jimmy Rogers with It Is No Secret. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. I want to tell you something during the break, and I didn't tell you it, so I may as well tell you it on air. Why not? So I was tell uh, everybody. La- yeah, I will tell everyone. So yesterday I was hanging out with my friend Hannah, and she had invited a bunch of people from the uni over. Hence the sushi, and hence the sushi. Um, but one of those girls uh, from the uni was from Kenya, and yes. me and this girl from Kenya were chatting, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, I'm asking her about what she studies. She's like physiotherapy, da da da. I was like, oh, that's really cool. She's like, what do you do with yourself? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm studying, but I also I work as a radio host. She's like, oh, that's so cool. Which which station? I'm like, oh, Faith FM Australia. She's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, my mum in Kenya listens to Faith FM Australia. No And I was like, are you for real? And she's like, yeah, she loves it. And so we have... A Kenyan audience. Yes. Big shout out to all of our Kenyan audience this morning. Mm -hmm. Maybe an audience of one. One. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Jason Doe, which one? Okay, so this is probably from when, I would say this is from when Monica was over there. Wow. Because when we were in Ethiopia, we told everybody to get the app and everybody got the app and listened to our show. Yeah, wow. And Monica did the same when she was... For those of you who remember, Mon used to be co-host here on Faith FM. Big shout out to Mon this morning, who's doing Bus Life at the moment. Oh, so good. Um, so that would be probably from when Mon was there promoting Faith FM in Kenya. How good is that, dude? That's the oh, best all right, Lyle. What's yes. going on? Current news. Okay, current news. We're going to go to Iran. Uh, some years ago, I spent some time in Iran. It's a wonderful country. In mm. fact, it is probably one of the the most beautiful countries I've ever been to. Wow. It combines natural beauty with amazing history. Mm. Uh, it's just, you know, it's history that goes back thousands of years. I mean, this is history that you go back, you know, five, six hundred years before the time of Christ. Mm. And even you go back to that era and there is history that if you were living in that era, you would have been able to go back another 2,000 years mm. because this is just incredibly old country. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, unfortunately, it is called the Islamic 
Republic of Iran, and as such, it is a union of religion and state together, mm. uh, which means that it is not a particularly free country. As a result of that, there have been uh, three converts to Christianity who have just been imprisoned. Yes. Now, a lot of people, when they look at Iran and they see it as the Islamic Republic of Iran, just assume that, well, you can't be a Christian in Iran. Mm. That's not the case. There are four recognized religions in Iran, Islam, and somewhere between 90 and 95% of the population uh, are Islamic. Most of them belong to the Twelver Shia Islamic yep. uh, branch. But there are also around about 370,000 Christians living there. There is around about 25,000 people who are Zoroastrian. And there's about 25,000 Jewish people living there. Mm. And so these three religions, Christianity, Zoroastrianism, and Judaism, they all predate Islam. Mm. And so as such, they have official status in the country and they have official seats in parliament. Oh, wow. There's official seat for Christian Christianity in the uh, Iranian Parliament. And a lot of people sort of don't stop and think about that. So Christianity has been there since the time of the Apostles. Yeah, wow. Uh, Zoroastrianism has been there since a very long time. Like forever. <laughs> Judaism dates back to the Achaemenid conquest. Mm. Uh, and so this is, you know, Cyrus the Persian and so forth who conquered the world and a lot of Jewish people went from Babylon across to uh, Iran at that particular time, Persia, of course. And you have some very famous uh Jewish people who lived there, such as Mordecai, who was prime minister of the Achaemenid Empire for a period, and Esther, who was queen of that empire for a period. Mm. And so because of their long history, of course, they have uh, official status in that particular country with a reserved seat in parliament, etc. However, there is a law against propaganda against the Islamic regime. Mm. Now, that can be interpreted in many different ways, and typically it is interpreted as a way of persecuting anyone who converts mm. from one religion to another or who attempts to convert somebody. So you can be there, you can be a Christian, you just can't talk about your religion to others because the moment you do, you can be had for propaganda against the Islamic regime. Oof. Now... They've just had an election. Uh, the outgoing president, as he was as he was walking out the door, signed a new law in uh, that is any deviant education or propaganda that contradicts or interferes with the sacred Sharia law, mm. and that is super open to interpretation, yeah, as you broad. can imagine. Very very broad uh, jail terms of two to five years, massive fines, banned from being able to vote for 15 years, these kind of things, if you break this particular law. And uh, these guys were initially charged under the propaganda against the Islamic regime. They've now changed that to any deviant educational propaganda that contradicts or interferes with Sharia law, mm. the new one that has just been signed into place. So they stood trial yesterday. The uh, defence lawyer, their defence lawyer, of course, was banned from attending. Um, and they were. Uh, yes, this is, this is Iran. Oh wow, this that is, is really uh-huh. fair. So they had to defend themselves. Um, they were. They had been arrested back in May, and it was interesting. Their, um, you know, their arrest conditions a little bit different to Australia. They had to report to the police station either once a week or leave the country. 
Or it's not like, oh, if you leave, you're good. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you guys have converted to Christianity, just get out of the country. Yeah. Love it or leave it, essentially. Yeah. That's, oh, that's wow. intense. <laughs> um, they were banned from having any or seeking any form of mediation. So it's pretty wow. full on if you are in Iran. Oof. We need to pray for the Christians in Iran. Now, the new president of Iran, uh, Ibrahim Raisi, uh, who is the president-elect, is a hardliner. Mm. Like we thought that the last guy was a hardliner. No, he was, in in Iranian uh, terms, he was like centre. Yeah. He was a centrist. Mm. Uh, this is a hardliner. He's responsible for mass executions back in the 1980s. Um, he supports things like sex segregation, like full sex segregation, men and women segregated completely from each other. Uh, the Islamization of universities mm. uh, and so forth. And so, yeah, some pretty heavy stuff going on in Iran. We need to pray for the Christians in Iran in particular. We need to pray for Ibrahim uh, Raisi, mm. and we need to pray for you know for this country. This is a country that really need because it is a fabulous country, and I would love to go. I'd live in this country in a heartbeat. Really, except for the government. Yeah, well, I- I'm serious. Mm. The, the 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 history, the countryside. It's like one of the most. It's it's definitely the most mountainous country I've ever been to. You drive around Iran and it's just like one massive mountain range after another, after mm. another, and the people are so friendly mm. and it feels so safe. Just love that country. Dude, Faith FM Iran. There you go. Let's That's what we need to have. Go. We should just set it up on that. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Right now on the phone we have joining us Kemi Ogendi and Anna Beden. I believe both of you are there. How are you going? Hey, really good. Thank you, Lawson. Boy, he's so yeah, good well, to thank talk you. to you guys. Oh, man, I'm with the, the chem dog and Anna. Dude, this is this is the best day <laughs> ever, man. All right. Okay, so we're going to be talking a little bit about music stuff this morning. Uh, and we're going to specifically be talking about some of the some of your adventures uh, that you're currently on. Um, so detail and outline that for us. Like, what are you guys currently up to? <laughs> Go for it, Anna. Oh, okay. Well, so we are doing a coast-to-country tour, uh, which goes for about two weeks starting in, well, it was going to be Sydney, but we're now starting in Gloucester, uh, moving things a little bit away from the hotspots. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to start in Gloucester. We're going to do one in Newcastle, um, and then we're going to head slowly like inland and then end up in Byron Bay, hopefully um, Sunshine Coast as well, if we can get into Queensland. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Now, now you're coming from Queensland, isn't that right? <laughs> well, I used to live there, but I actually I live in Melbourne now, um, whether that was a good choice or not. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so glad to be flying away from here and uh, spending some time in New South Wales for a bit. Okay, so, all right, all right, let me, let me, let me, let me get this straight. You're planning <laughs> this and you're going to do this tour from Melbourne in the middle of yeah. COVID. Yes. Well, the thing is, Lyle, what you've what you've uh, got how do, how you actually live in this COVID situation is you make plans and you just t- hold them loosely, hold them loosely, and hold them very loosely. very loosely. <laughs> but if you don't make plans, then nothing will ever happen. Man, I love you guys' attitude. It's just like let's get out there and do it, and we're just going to plan this, and and we'll we will roll with the punches as they come. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that has been many. <laughs> All right. So give us some, give us some insight. Like what, what's been the, the lead up to this for you guys? When did the planning start and how did it come together? How did you decide that you guys would do it together? All those different things. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Did you message me at the beginning of this year? Was it Jan said? Oh, yeah, Jen said, I don't know, sometimes I just get hit with inspiration. It's probably when I was listening to Jimmy and Jenny's album. I was like, Jenny, how about we just do a road trip? Um, we can't do much else, we can't fly anywhere. Maybe we could just road trip Australia and do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The original plan was Brazil, actually. Anna, Anna, dreams, Anna dreams big. She, she likes my music. I like her music. We like making music together. And so yep. at one point we had thought, oh, yeah, let's um end of 2020, start of 2021, go to Brazil for a couple yeah. months or whatever. Mm. And then COVID happened and we thought, oh, mm. Maybe let's uh, let's go to New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a location shift right there. I would say that you're not any difference. It's practically around, <laughs> practically around the corner. <laughs> I would say that uh, you are not the only ones whose plans have changed as dramatically as that as a result of COVID. Yeah, true. Mm. That's true. Ah, oh, so good. All right. So for you guys, you've, you've, you've made a plan to do this trip. Initially it was Brazil and now it's, it's, it's New South Wales. I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be doing a number of different places, but I believe there's been a couple of amendments to your schedule. Yeah, it's true. Yep. So is this kind so, of one yeah, of those, I guess is, so- is, is this kind of one of those, um, tours? Like, are you going to, guys just going to do a musical tour? It's like, okay, we're going to be in these particular areas if we can. And if we can, we'll come and do a concert. Mm. Is that kind of how it works? Well, I, I guess the initial planning was like, Hey, let's just have a start and an end place. And it was going to be Sydney to Sunshine Coast. And then we're like, who do we know in what towns? And let's just ring up churches and the halls and councils and just see if anyone's keen for us to host like a free concert and just, I don't know, spread some love amidst this wild world. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. We just started reaching out to people and different people locked in. But the really interesting thing was when we posted our first, like, all right, it's happening, we've got venues. There were people that were like, oh, why not us? Like, you should have reached out to us. And then I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I think next time I'm just going to be like, hey, Kenny and I road tripping from Darwin to Perth. Um, anyone want us like from these days? <laughs> mm, mm. And then just like see who comes, you know, just let, let it open. <laughs> Darwin. Does anyone live between Darwin? And Perth? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, that's, I'm thinking like I'm Darwin, between Darwin and Perth. <laughs> okay, so you've got one person. Oh. Are there many more? <laughs> No, I'll actually... come to your I'll come to your concert, Anna. <laughs> oh, thanks, actually... Kemi. <laughs> You're gonna be singing in it, so <laughs> Oh true. And the birds are too, apparently. Yeah, there's quite a bird avery going on over there. I like it. Yes, they're joining in on the interview and they're coming through quite clearly, so that's um that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's so that's where Kemi gets her inspiration in nature. So hey, so I understand, right now. I understand you guys are coming to Raymond Terrace, which is pretty close to where we are right here in Newcastle, right? Yes, Correct. yes, Raymond Terrace. And uh, when will you be in Raymond Terrace? This will be Tuesday. Oh, this coming yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, June 29. June 29. Okay, so oh, that's, that's really soon. June 29. That's about to happen. Wait, on the Tuesday? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Going to put that in yeah. the diary and going to be there. Yeah. Guys, happen. it's an odd day, so make sure you lock it in Tuesday. It's the day to be there. Yes, well, definitely. I'm, we will be there. Well, I'm pretty sure. Faith like, FM will be there. I'm pretty sure I have to be there. Yes. I heard that uh, I, Lawson, I heard you were performing at this concert on Tuesday as well. Is that right? Yeah. No, oh, oh I might performing. Well, I was just going to help run the desk, but... Oh, I could go to hear the Haystack song one more time. Yes. Haystacks, Haystacks. You know, you know what? If, so for those who didn't, don't know, I wrote a song called Haystacks. It's about my favorite food and I pretty much only sing it at Anna Beaton concerts or preaching events or, and you know what? If I get invited to do the Haystacks song again, I'd probably get up on stage and say, hello everyone. Uh, I've come here to do two things, run the sound desk and beat a dead horse. And I've just completed running the sound desk. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. You're in good company, though, with Anna. You're, you, you're in good company with your lovely haystacks. Oh, okay, so, so obviously we play a lot of uh, of both of you guys' music. We play a lot of Anna Beden music. We play a lot of Camille um, mm. Gendi music here on Faith FM. You guys are singer-songwriters. Mm. You've been doing this for a long time now. Mm. You've got a bunch of albums that are out. Um Tell us, does this does this tour have a particular theme to it? Is there a message that you want to reach out to people with? Yeah, Kemi has our message. Um, I think, yeah, we just want to draw people back to the one thing that's certain and the one thing that um, doesn't change and the one person who we can rely on, especially now when everything changes and everything's different and and yeah even the tour itself is up in the air um to some degree <laughs> or another it's mm-hmm. it's it's such an awesome opportunity to um introduce people who haven't heard of god to the idea of someone who there's no shadow of turning mm-hmm. with and it's an awesome opportunity to remind people who already know mm-hmm. that um that god mm-hmm. is that a, a rock and source of stability and yeah Anna, oh. I'll, I'll toss this question to you. Um, mm-hmm. How important is it for us, you know, as Australians and so forth, to run these kind of things during COVID? Now, I understand mm. that we, we, we're living in the lucky country, right? So we've hardly had any restrictions. Mm-hmm. We're starting to get a whole bunch of them rolled mm-hmm. through right now, uh, which makes mm-hmm. it unpredictable. But mm. how important is it? I mean, singing and mm. concerts are not an essential service. <laughs> it's so true, but I I feel like, I mean, there's this part of the soul, right, that just needs, I don't know, it needs this creativity, it needs this art, it needs, it needs this, like, community. I feel like we've been living the last year and a half, I mean, especially from Melbourne, that seven-month lockdown, just, man, like, I just really realised how much um, humans crave connection and community, and when that's withdrawn, I feel like, um, yeah, there's so much that's lost. And I feel like, yeah, it's really, I think it's really important to press on and keep doing these. Obviously, like um, sticking to the restrictions and the safety and, and keeping all that into account. And um, But, yeah, I think, yeah, we really need this to, to bring our communities back together and have have some sort of, I guess, camaraderie. And, um, yeah, I think it's something that is beautiful that we'd yeah, love to bring back, um, yeah, mm-hmm. as much as we can. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fantastic and it would be, uh, is there any plans to have a crack at doing some concerts even in Melbourne one day? 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, in fact, a few of my friends, just like a few mates, we actually just gather together in living rooms whenever we're allowed. Um, and yeah, we just like bring out musical instruments and it's been some of the most powerful times of being in Melbourne. Mm. And I'm, yeah, honestly, I like, couldn't live without it. So I think, yeah, I don't know. Obviously things are so up and down in Melbourne. Things can, things can just change in like one second. So, um, but I think, yeah, I, I think I'll just kind of stick to the motto of like planning things when it looks good and if things go crazy, just let it go and, and try and just, mm. um, yeah, really go with the ebbs and flows, but still just keep pressing on and planning things because otherwise nothing will ever happen. Um, mm. Yeah. I'd love to know, you know, considering, uh, you know, I'm a bit of an Anna Beden, Kemi Agendi super fan, and uh, I love <laughs> your guys' music. And, and for the, I'm going to kind of call you out and expose you a little bit here. You know, neither of you have have dropped, you know, like you've you've just made a song together, applied to Ecclesiastes. Of course, that dropped last year. The last mm. Anna album was 2018. Mm. The last Kemi album was 2019. Is this going to be leading mm. to to some, some new, you know, substantial work, even? These albums, because like the people are keen, right? I am keen. The people need this. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, keep your ears out for sure. Keep your ears peeled. Definitely. Yeah, oh, what- I'll answer this one. Uh, <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Lack of music. Um, I feel like, but honestly, last year I wrote the most music I've ever written in my life. I just need to actually get it together and go to recording studios and um pull pull it out. But we actually are planning to go to a recording studio on the on the trip as well. So we are going to try and interweave making new music. And I'm sure Kemi and I might leave space to try and write. I don't know. Um, but yeah, mm. don't worry. Um, we won't let you down, Lawson. There'll be something. It's <laughs> <laughs> not just me. It's the people. The people need to hear. Hey, I just have, a, I just have one oh, last quick question. Uh, where can we yeah. kind of get information about these concerts? Yeah, awesome. So if you just type in uh, facebook.com slash Anna Beaton Music slash event. Mm. Um, I'll say that one more time. But if you just type that in, literally all of our concerts come up through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can click on any and get the exact details. Um, and also, if you just keep checking Kemi, Agendi, and, and Anna Beaton's Facebook, um, like, yeah, feeds, you'll see all of us, like, doing updates on that. But, yeah, facebook.com slash Anna Beaton Music slash events. That all and you can access that without you can access that without a Facebook account. So yeah, if you don't have a yeah. Facebook account, just put that URL in and you'll still see all the events. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.